Ding dong. It's another wonderful week here at Random Dad. Everything's going going super well. This is a place of awkwardly comfortableness. I had to break that down syllables in case you're writing everything out. I nice. am always Jacob Bissett, and with me, not depressed at all, is Paul Shineman. How are you doing, buddy? I'm pretty depressed, man. Way to <laughs> intro a lie. Man, yeah. everything's going peachy for you, but I'm sitting over here crying. Hey, your life is sucking away, which equals or means only one thing. I am livid right now with joy. <laughs> I mean, I am feeling so good right now. Your financial distress is my gain. <laughs> you know? Oh, so. well, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, that. Well. Number one of the podcast is uh, whatever you tell me, I use against you. So go on. <laughs> I love that. I love that our uh, our friendship has developed this way. I, I am still mm-hmm. looking forward to that uh, that relationship counselor that's that's coming up in an in interview. So oh, yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. I think we really need it. So yeah, what you have it. you been up to, my friend? What have you been doing? Well. Uh, this weekend, we went on camping. It was a, a good trip. I enjoyed myself uh, tremendously, uh, mostly by myself around the fire. I ate a lot of food, and uh, I tried not to talk too much. It was nice. good. We all we all uh, share a cabin, and uh, it was great, though. Great. Uh, all the families together, the girls just kind of talk about and uh i don't know my father-in-law was taking care of the kids while me and my brother-in-law were just kind of chewing the fat occasionally nice so So camping as a vacation on a scale of one to ten where does that uh, where does that fall for you bud i'm happy to be home there paul (laughs) just be honest with you (laughs) i i i just (laughs) The family trips and, and stuff with a group of people is cool, but, you know, I, the, you listeners out there in podcast land know that uh, old Jake doesn't do good in crowds for a long time. So, you know, Friday night was, was uh, constant tossing and turning, being in a odd bed, and then... Uh, I slept most of Saturday because of it. Saturday night, uh, I slept a little bit better with hardly any pain, except my whole right arm went numb all night. And then, uh, you know, I prayed my way through to Sunday, and here I am, Monday, back home, happy. Nice. I'm sure there's a lot of dads that are out there who who hear your story and 
like recognize, yeah, I go through the same thing with uh, family yeah. vacations or vacations that aren't really, really appealing for me, but the family wants to go. So as a dad, you go and you, you, you get through it and uh, you dad your way through it and then you, you get home yeah. and you relax. So and you, I don't think, yeah, you're, and I don't you, think you're alone, bud. Well, it's just, you know, every dad out there enjoys the whole trip for the most part. I mean, no one's rolling their eyes in the back of their head the majority of the time. But it's, I think, like we didn't bring much stuff. Well, we brought about a half a trunk load. Actually, it's a full trunk. But we, we carried hardly any stuff that usually were completely jammed full. And, um, but it's uh, loading and unloading and then the loading again. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I spent uh, two hours on Monday morning uh, packing things, helping pack stuff up, and then going, just climbing stairs, loading up, uh, loading up vehicles, you know. And it was... It was all right. Yeah, I mean, I had a good time. You know, as my yeah. wife says, um, I just whine a lot. So she says it in a nice way. Like, you know, it's like, hey, every superhero has its thing. You know, like Superman, uh, she takes uh, a long time in the bathroom. <laughs> but and and you, you're Superman, but you really complain a lot. So yeah, she loves me. She wrote in a complaining blog post how she loved me so much. It's great. But anyways, what about you? What what have you been up to? Um, Well, I've I've talked about on here what I do for a living. So I'm a youth pastor. So this past week, not just a Uh weekend, but for the past week. Just keep on talking. I'm listening. I I took 14 (laughs) teenagers and five adults uh, out camping for a week. and uh, and One came back and it was you. Yeah, I was the only one that made it back. <laughs> I have no. There's a rule for taking out uh, teenagers, so other people's uh, children out on excursions. I have a 90% rule. If I can get home okay. with 90%, I feel like I've succeeded in my job, because I mean, if you look around at the accuracy rates of a lot of jobs out there, 90% yeah. is a pretty good return rate, isn't it? I mean, if you no, got 90, I mean, if you got 90%. Uh, gain or return on your money. I mean, people yeah. would just be crazy. You know, you're you're lucky to get ten percent gain uh, return on your money when you invest it. If people got ninety percent, they'd be they'd be there. There'd be people dancing in the street right now. So, so I figure. Is this, wait, wait. Is this ninety percent of like the kids? Like yeah, the ninety percent of the kids. So if I lose one, well, at I'm least with that. yeah, maybe they're all there, but one's missing an arm. At this point, oh, yeah, yeah, and that's—I mean—that's you know—that's just taking the ninety percent to like the individual level. I just try not to think about them as individuals. I just try to think yeah. about them as like all like one collective group. You know, it helps me okay. you know feel better about myself when I lose one of them. Um, but no, we made—we all made a bag. A group. I still have a group. Look at that. There's only there's only thirteen kids now instead of fourteen. But hey. Yeah. We all still have a group here, guys. Uh, Billy's parents were pretty teed off at, at the fact that he screwed up on his math homework. So this is okay. <laughs> but no, it was a, it was a good time. 
out of camp. It was hot. Uh, we uh, we actually helped a gentleman up in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, a gentleman that uh, needed his garage and uh, and outbuilding that had been destroyed in a fire but was still standing. Um, and we helped him by tearing that down and getting it out of there because the city was beginning to fine him, and he just didn't have the resources to do all that, and he had just gotten a hip replacement and that kind of stuff. So we spent uh, a lot of our time doing that uh, out at camp and, uh, and helping cool. other people. Yeah, and it yeah. was a good experience, but I am glad to be home because uh, I have not seen my wife in about three weeks. That's not because of marital issues, Jacob. Uh, I know that's another reason you think <laughs> we need to have a marriage counselor on, but it was because she was traveling uh, along with myself, uh-huh. and so our travel times did not overlap, and so it's been yeah. three weeks. So if you think about it, <clears throat> I have not had a wife for uh, one-twelfth of a year. <laughs> I've been a bad Way crunch the numbers thing. What? Yeah. So in my twelfth year of being married one-twelfth of it was wifeless. She just, like, up and, she's up and gone. That's a crazy thing to think about. So well, that's how, does, how we keep the romance alive. You know what I mean, buddy? Does your wife listen to the podcast? Yeah, I'm really worried about okay. not editing this part out. Because you, you do know you use the term bachelor. Oh, I did, yeah. <laughs> I threw that out there. Yeah. So when you she was out, um, uh-huh. probably visiting her mother because she's upset about something. And uh, assume, I'll just assume that, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and you're a high swinger or what? What's going on? <laughs> uh, I was, I was turned in wood. Yeah. <laughs> Got to listen to the previous podcast. To know yeah. Where that's going. <laughs> That's why you got to throw those hooks in there, Jacob. They get them yeah. going back to the previous podcast. Good night, everybody. Nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, your wife was, uh, and, and just for the listeners' sake, she was uh, in another country for a school project. Uh, you know, you guys are kind of kind of gross because you're the couple that talks about like you know we go out we hang out and so what have you been up to oh well i took a, a bunch of children to this guy he's uh elderly uh guy that fought in the war and broke his hip and was uh shot up shot up and whatnot and um and we helped him out we fed the homeless and what about you oh yeah i was in another country helping out learning uh, the lingo and you know, uh, just for the future examples of the world and the United Nations. Uh, what about you? Well, um, I worked on my uh, house, got angry, drank a couple of beers, you know. Uh, hung out in my garage, uh, reading Mad Magazines. And um, I thought about giving a homeless man a burger, but uh, then I ate the rest of it. So... I mean, you guys are just, I, I don't know. If you're the Joneses, we don't want to keep. In fact, we don't even want anything to do with you at this point. <laughs> We're disgusted at your kindness. It's, it offends us. So we, we uh, just ask, my wife and I just ask that you stop. <laughs> 
appreciate you too, bud. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, you paint a really good portrait of uh, of me and my wife and our family and that kind of stuff. But let's be real honest. Um, our, our topic today is going to burst all those bubbles. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going to be talking about failed money-making ventures that dads have yeah. tried, right? Yeah. Hey, real quick, uh, I, this just popped my head. Do you remember your dad ever trying something like this? Uh, like, my dad tried to farm. Really? Yeah. For several years, and that was a flop. Wow. That's a big yeah. flop too. That's like that's expensive just for getting started. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. my dad. Um, he he sold uh, pots and pans that one time. I'm not I'm not fully sure the whole story, except growing up as a kid, uh, my parents would make friends with a couple. They would have them over for dinner, and during the discussion, my dad goes, "Oh." you want to see the pots and pans I used to sell? And he would display them and then go through his routine. (laughs) And I always, I always, I always joke about, uh, go all the way with Amway. And at one time I think, yeah, he, he like sold Amway, uh, life insurance (laughs) on top and this wasn't like uh, we, I, I lost my job, but this just trying to, you know, do something extra, you know, and, you know, where they, you go to a meeting and, I don't know, you drink the Kool-Aid. But, yeah, that, that's my dad's stuff. Yeah. Um, what about yourself? I, geez. I try to go with what I know. Okay. And, you know, what I do you kids... Know? <laughs> Very little. <laughs> I can do this for you, sir. Um, I'll let you guys figure out what the joke is. It's, it just sounds bad, don't it? No, um, I've done things like uh, I've for a while. I needed my. I was working it. I I I need some money, so I start doing like lawn care. And then I got a job, and then I tried to do both, and I couldn't do all these, you know, working a full-time job and driving to old lady's house after old lady's house to weed their gardens and mow. That That's just, it busts within, like, two weeks. And I, I tried a, a, I started a cleaning company, mm-hmm. and that that went bust. You know, after a week or two, you know, uh, a window cleaning company. I think I've tried two of those. And you tried, uh, you tried a window cleaning company twice. Well, I mean, you know, you think about the second time, but you never do it. But I felt like I was actually there, pounding the pavement. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I did try it in Florida. My nephew. Uh, hey, uh, by the way, hey, Paul. Um, yeah. Thanks for li- – not you. I'm not talking you, bro, okay? Just cool your uh, jet. Oh, is there another oh. Paul on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing right here. I've been <laughs> answering all his questions. 
<laughs> and just by chance, you've been stepping in on it. But no, my nephew, uh, Paul Bissett, started listening to the podcast, and uh, he digs it. He, as yeah. he says, uh, it's uh, pretty damn good. I'm surprised. <laughs> Once again, my family comes out with the, hey, it sounds good, shockingly. <laughs> like, I... It, I thought it was a plane, but it ended up being a UFO, and um, I'm surprised by that. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to you, uh, PB, um, and Jay with his beautiful daughter Jet. She's uh, the coolest kid in the world on that side of the family. But anyways, yeah. So in Florida, I was uh, trying to get some cash going on. And my nephew told, was telling me about when he lived in Cleveland, he worked for a window washing company as a teenager. And so I just went to the big box store, got a squeegee, a sponge, a coat, and a window cleaning garb, you know, a solution. So it yeah. up with water, dumped the solution there, drove around, and I would hit block after block after block going to every business possible. And I would do, I would go up to like 10 or 15 businesses uh, about three or four times a week, not cleaning windows, just asking, can I clean your windows? And down there, the competition for window washing was so fierce that twice I had the owners go, hey man, um, because I, I even made up Office Max some cards up, mm-hmm. and he goes, "You guys get this stuff away from uh, this group of stores. The guy is a, a shark around here. If he sees if he sees you, your equipment, um, he'll even call the cops on it just to give just to scare you away. Like twice I had that in two separate areas. But I mean, wow, yeah the the owners of the store were usually scared of the window washers and they were just, they did not like anyone coming in on their market. It was, and I, I mean, I did, uh, downtown West Palm beach, uh, even out, uh, to, towards, I think it's like, uh, Willington, um, and, uh, oh, geez, down parts of the Dixie highway down there. But I mean, just, any place I could think of, real crappy, like, neighborhoods and, you know, parts of ghettos even. I, I went, <laughs> I, I stopped when I was getting ready to go into a, a store that was like, a, you know, picture people, get your photos done here. But it was, they only pertain to, uh, pertain to women for, uh, modeling careers and the place looked like uh it looked like a dis uh a weird disco or something and i it just it had a bad vibe all over it and so i just that that day i remember i was hitting a group of shots and i got in front of that building and i was holding my cards and i got back in my car drove to my brother's house and dumped everything in the garbage <laughs> And I, that it's like 
that's probably going to be the one place where I actually get business and I, I don't want to do it. You know, it, it's just, it was a creep, creepy place. And I was like, I bet you this is a place that no one touches. <laughs> and I, I felt bad. I, I tried for about two or three weeks, you know, and then the cleaning business, I did that in Ohio and I just hit every, uh, company out there, you know, uh-huh. and it's just, you know, factories and everything and just try and get in and, you know, any kind of office buildings, doctor's offices, everything, and couldn't do it. But, yeah. Wow. Very good. Yeah. I, you know, and I've, I've even, I, one time I went to one of those uh, pyramid scheme uh, things, and it was funny because it was like this company is a, a Christian company, and I go in there, and the, it was this, this thing spiel that you see, like, you know, there's an episode of The Office where Michael, the intro to The Office is Michael talking about the, the company he's uh, trying to get people involved in. And Jim goes, that's a, a pyramid scam. He goes, no, it doesn't. And Jim just walks over and... You know, Michael had everything written out on this whiteboard, and he just draws lines forming a pyramid. <laughs> you know, but I, I remember leaving that like, you know, are you going to stay for the like the guys? Like, are you going to stay for the cookies and juice? Ah, no, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> so, so what about you? Paul? Hey, I would what? say like your attempt at at it was. Uh, pretty amazing. I can't believe you pounded the pavement like you did uh, trying oh, yeah. to get try to get some business. Uh, I don't think I've ever tried that kind of business. Well, I, be- I believe in the face-to-face, winning a person over, but I think that's my weak point. That's why I'm doing radio. <laughs> <laughs> You've learned your lesson. Don't let them yeah. see you. <laughs> People love the podcast. As my cousin Brian said, hey, love the podcast. Uh, it's just like being around you, but better because you're not there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, well, yeah. I've, I've tried my hand at, uh, at some writing. Uh, so I worked in publishing for a while, and, and so I tried to go on my own with, um, with throwing out some... Uh, some proposals to different publishers and to kind of get published uh, apart from um, my work that was my day job. And uh, was, so, was that that book that series that you wrote, the uh, Barry Botter series? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I write my own material. So go on. <laughs> um, no, no, that wasn't. <laughs> Wasn't it? Uh, I wrote a, I, I wrote just um, a couple of different books in youth ministry, and so I sent them around to about. Uh, I probably sent each one to thirteen different publishers, and either heard no response or got rejection letters from all of them. And, wow. Uh, yeah, and so that that 
um, means that I was a director director of a publishing company that made those exact resources, and I couldn't get published within that, <laughs> that same field. Wow. So that was really, uh, really weird for me, uh, when, even when my stuff that I, I created and, and it sold through our own publishing sold pretty well. Um, so, yeah, so that was one kind of business venture that I went out on. I wrote some small pieces for, uh, for different groups, um, some article writing and things like that, but it never took off. I probably spent uh, more time and energy trying to get, uh, get contracts and that kind of stuff than, uh, than I did actually, you know, getting, you know, getting stipends and payment for what I actually did. So it was a, it was a bomb. So, yep. I mean, I've gotten, wow. books pub- yeah, I've gotten books published, but, uh, nothing has ever been a, you know, something that sustained my family or has been a, a huge, uh, income revenue for my family or, or anything like that. So I scrapped that and I stopped doing that, even though I have probably about four or five books that I've written and they just sit on a hard drive. And so maybe have you ever done I'll... a EPUB kind of deal? Huh? EPUB, like a, you know, online book? You yeah, know. I've, I've, I've written some books in EPUB form and I've just given them away and, and I've distributed, you know, copies like that. I mean, through the publishing company that I worked with, I I've sold thousands of copies of different books that I've created. But uh, when I just kind of went on and on my own, uh, apart yeah. from that, I just never got anybody to pick me up. So I just don't know if I'm a, you know, I don't know what it was. So I tried it out and yeah. sucked at it. So I said, well, did you send a, a did you send a headshot? Oh, you think that was what it was? They saw a picture of me, and they're like, yeah, that guy won't sell. Yeah. Why is he autographing all these pictures of his face? (laughs) 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 Should we sign this guy on? I don't know. (laughs) Um, Another failed business venture uh, that... That I that I tried my hand at um, was um, was selling some. I, I tried to sell like used books because uh, I was in connection with um, with with college and stuff like that. So I was mm-hmm. getting like used books from people. They would try to return them at the time to the bookstore for like a small like. Oh yeah a small fee that they would get back, you know, so they'd spend like $30 on a book and they'd get, you know, 10 bucks back. 10 bucks back, like. yeah. Yeah, so I was saying, well, I'll give you the 10 bucks and I'll, I'll resell them myself. And so I was trying to sell them on eBay and at the time um, where a lot of students were buying used books uh, back in the day. And, uh, and it was no go. Like I have, <laughs> I just sat on all these books, uh, and I spent more money than I think I made. I don't know. I don't think I even broke even. Uh, so yeah, that was a 
that was a big bust for me. Uh, I think my big problem was the resale price. Like I don't like uh-huh. one was. I think I was either pricing them too high or I just wasn't getting them out there in time for like the next yeah. semester, or they just sat too long. So. Uh, but it was just it was something where it was like I heard a friend that was doing it, and I thought, oh, I could do the same thing. And so I was just connecting with people before they returned their books to uh, the bookstore, and I was getting the books, so I had the inventory. But the sale part of it was like, meh, uh, no go. So those are my two, like, trying to do a business thing outside of what I was normally doing. The other one is just like a – like a family like kind of thing where it wasn't necessarily a business venture, but we bought a house and now that house is just sitting and we can't get rid of it and we're just sinking money into it. And ah. it used to be where we lived. So if you lump that in there, that was a horrible investment on our part and uh, and now it's just an albatross around our neck. So wow. there well, you go. Well, you know, that, that leads into uh, this next part is our advertisement of the day. Do you need a house? Are you living in Oklahoma? <laughs> Are you living in Oklahoma? <laughs> Have well, we got a deal for you? City. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> we've got a sweet house for you, people. Yeah. <laughs> Hardly infested with anything. You could, yeah. And any of our, you know, real dedicated listeners who really, you know, dream of having like, you know, some piece of, you know, uh, Paul and Jacob, you know, paraphernalia, yeah. you could buy our house and you would have it forever. Because uh, trust me, Ding I don't dong, think anybody else go. is going to buy it. Yeah, because <laughs> as soon as soon as that chain is around your neck, you won't be getting off anytime soon, huh? <laughs> oh, that that. That just, yeah, that's just kind of blows chunks, uh, for sure. And I, I guarantee you, a lot of li- listeners out there have, have uh, at least thought, boy, I'm glad I'm, I'm not him. But also, <laughs> kind of gone through some of the same thing. I, God knows, uh, we've all done it, folks. It's uh, that time of the day when uh, we get ready to sign off, and this episode is uh, just one of many to come. And once again, we ask for your support. If you could, tell your friends, tell your family, at least the ones that you don't mind telling, um, to like us, do the subscription thing, comment, get on Twitter and Facebook, email us at randomdadspodcastgmail.com. And if you or someone you know have a, has a wonderful business, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and just drop a name. Um, if you are someone like Art Vark uh, Design, Graphic Design, you know, they have been per, uh, providing such great, elegant, uh, I don't know, junk. But anyways, we'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my cousin, so whatever. <laughs> no, we'll we'll be happy to promote you just like that. Way. Yeah, just we will promote you to the point where uh, your ex will feel bad. So just go ahead, uh, let us know, and 
just for starters, uh, we, we love just, just to talk about your business, regardless we get paid or not, because at least we'll know you're listening. But check us out on the web. And, again, you can go artfart.com. And there, uh, good old Brian, he designs T-shirts, logos. He uh, does that cool stitching stuff you can get on your swag bag, whatever. Check out artfart.com. I'm pretty sure that's a website. It's just off the top of my head, so there you go. But that would help. We are looking for some uh, a few shekels, shekels, uh, gold doubloons. How about hey. that? Yeah. We only do pirate currency, so just so you know. And uh, so we want some gems, gold doubloons, and uh, we will even take a buccaneer. Huh? No. Yeah. Whoa, bring and, back the uh, old jokes. The old <laughs> Dad Jokes 101. <laughs> Dad Jokes bringing you embarrassment and depression since <laughs> 1942. But please check us out, and we want to say a special thanks. Paul, do you have anyone? I have a few peeps. You have a few peeps? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh. Uh, well, I just... I'll, I'll, I'll throw just, out there uh, Dad's Rise yeah. uh, on Twitter. I appreciate uh, his connection with mm-hmm. us and, uh, and keeping the dad life alive uh, on Twitter yeah. and sharing out stuff and encouraging other dads. appreciate what you have to share. And uh, yeah. thanks for connecting with us and liking our stuff and, and sharing it back out. And I like to give a shout-out to uh, Daddy Daughter Cooking. Do you eat? Do you know someone that likes to eat? Check out uh, their Twitter handle. Uh, just fun, cute stuff. And uh, the guy's a, a, a primo chef. Check him out. And do you have anyone else? No, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, surviving Parenting is also good. And uh, Pamela G., She's a, a sweetheart. That's that's all I got to say. A lot of red hair going on. That's fine. People love big hair, people. The 80s will rise again. This is <laughs> Random Dad's podcast episode, I think, 13, right? Yeah, 13. Lucky episode 13. <laughs> uh, I am Jacob Bissett, and you are? Paul Shenneman. Mm-hmm.